0: Close encounters of the third kind. Actual contact. To me, it looked like a level car. To me, I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the level car? Say yeah? yeah.
1: The Sasquatch was approximately eight to ten feet tall. It looked very human-like, but it. Definitely wasn't
2: a human. After seven years of research, I am more convinced than ever that the creature known as Nessie is a real living animal. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own
3: theories and explanations.
1: Could be a crackhead, but that holds to the wrong stuff.
3: Welcome to Mysteriousness. This is I'm your host, John Jay, and with me are your hosts, Lauren Lance. Yee. Endless Mike Lance and uh, Jared Walker is back with us.
0: Hey. Ghost of Jared Walker. Is,
3: yeah, he could be a ghost. I we don't I know. Am a ghost. We don't know if it's a ghost.
4: Man, it'd be oh. great if Jared was a ghost this whole time.
0: Yeah, because I mean, he's dead.
3: Well, I mean, it would just be cool because then we would know for sure that ghosts are real, Mike.
4: Yeah. Plus, Jared would yeah, be the be friendliest dead. ghost ever.
3: No, he's not friendlier than Casper. He
4: is way friendlier than Casper.
3: No, Casper, Ca- no. you know Casper l- will like go into the little boy's room and like satisfy. Well,
4: I mean, if you ever saw like the the live action movie, like he was sneaking around in that girl's like bedroom and shit. Jared, as far as I know is polite
3: yeah he pushed no, himself J- into christina are you Ricci's kidding pussy are you kidding jared is sneaking around your panty drawer all the time that's fine that's <laughs> fine
4: just be sneaky about it i don't want to know
2: <laughs> yeah i'm not doing it right runner.
4: that's our understanding is they like, do what you want i just don't want to know
0: it's fine because lauren's panty drawer is the floor
4: yeah also that's true that's also true
3: it is episode five and uh coming up on the show we uh our feature segment we're going to be talking about the lost colony of roanoke
0: roanoke Yeah.
3: Ro- is it roanoke no, or roanoke, no, it's roanoke. Uh, we're going to talk about some cryptozoology, some paranormal stuff, and in our You Believe in What segment, we're going to talk about uh, empaths.
4: Yeah. yeah. which
3: As I, then, like, am, the which I am one. You are an emotional crystal, which I guess that equals to empath. Yeah.
4: I guess you can use your little emotional Facebook post to talk about how much of an empath you are and how people hurt your feelings and not even mean it. alright, I'm excited. On, fa- on
3: Facebook, everybody's an Everyone empath. Everyone is oh. an empath oh, okay. on Facebook. It. it
4: drives me fucking nuts. I'm excited to talk about that later, actually. All right,
3: let's save that. Right now, we're going to be talking about uh, the corpse flower blooms that have been happening over the past couple of weeks. Ooh,
1: spooky. That would explain
0: the stink in the entire state of Florida.
3: Do you think we have a lot of corpse flowers here? I think it's just the people, honestly. No,
2: it could be. Yeah. Actually, I think we do have a lot of corpse flowers here in Florida. Do we? I don't know. Yeah, I've, yeah.
3: Nev- I've never seen one. Is for- no, I, th- I have been to a botanical gardens. I don't remember which one where I have seen a corpse flower, but it was not in bloom.
0: They have one at the... Uh, Probably more than one at the, what is it called over in St. Pete, over by the uh, Hands On Museum?
4: Oh, Sunken Gardens. The Sunken Gardens. Sun- yeah, they yeah. probably yeah. do. Probably. Have one.
3: That's like a botanical gardens. Um, people line up to get a look and a whiff of corpse flowers when they bloom. The rare tropical plant takes nearly a decade to form its first bloom, and when it does, the odor is uh, it releases is comparable to rotting flesh. The blooms also last only a day or two, so these Thank are probably. God. All done. Let me go ahead and uh, cast this for you guys,
0: so you can see the words.
3: Yeah. Oh, there's pictures. Now there's a picture. Here's uh, some sped up footage of a corpse flower blooming. Actually,
4: that thing is huge. Yeah, they yeah, kind of really really yeah, cactus. they're
3: very big. Kind of looks like big.
4: an alien pod.
3: So it, it's incredibly strange that corpse flowers from Missouri to Florida are suddenly blooming all at the same time. Scientists aren't sure why this phenomenon is happening, but flowers. Uh, But the flowers are releasing their deathly smell in Bloomington, Indiana, Sarasota, uh, Bloomington, Indiana, Sarasota, Florida, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, and New York, according to the Wall Street Journal. A few of us are saying, well, wait a minute, how did six or seven happen all at once? Mark Hatchadurin, director of the uh, Nolan Greenhouses at the New York Botanical Garden, told the paper. Uh, for perspective, the University of Wisconsin Madison conducted a study and found only 157 corpse flower blooms between 1889 and 2008. Damn, that's not very that's many. That's
4: so rare.
3: Yeah, that's why people, you know, let, that's why it's like a big deal. It's they actually like years. advertise it when it's about to bloom.
4: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hey, like everybody, one year almost. come on down. This bitch stank.
3: Uh, a corpse flower just fully opened at the botanical garden on Friday. It looked like this.
4: Ugh. The inside of it's awesome. You guys can check these pictures out in the show notes.
3: It looks like
2: uh, somebody had a piece of corn and then ate it all and then handed it back to you with the husk.
4: Yeah, also their uh, gums were bleeding when they ate the corn. Yeah, Yeah.
3: it's pretty gross looking. Having seen what it looks like, the Latin name for the flower makes complete sense Amorphophallus titanum. Titanium? Oh, titanium. Titanium, yeah, which translates to giant misshapen penis. Ah. Yep, yep. Yep. It does yeah, I guess it's a giant mutilated cock. Yeah. yeah. The flower is said Big to share some chemical compounds with Limburger cheese and human feces, ah. creating a miasma that is meant to attract insects and help the plant pollinate. Descriptions of the smell range from person to person, but the consensus is that it is definitely not pleasant. So what do you what do you guys think Spooky. why are they uh, they co- they originally come from the Samantran rainforest so blooms at this time of the year are normal it's just the simultaneous accounts of blooms that are leading to extreme curiosity this is like never happened before as far as we know
4: you know it I could would, all
3: be a coincidence
4: i would like to compare them all opening up to the campaign trail of Donald Trump I feel like maybe they're scions of the end of the world.
3: Herald Herald
2: of the apocalypse.
3: Exactly. They're like, king misshapen penis has arrived.
2: (laughs) 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 Our lord. Smelly dick man. He has (laughs) come.
3: (laughs) Uh, Daniel and, a professor of biology at the University of Pennsylvania, told the journal that these plants may be flowering together because they're related. If the plants are cousins or siblings, they'd likely mature at the same rate because it's a way for slowly maturing plants to improve their chances of cross-pollination.
4: Damn, that's too rational.
3: So, I mean, I mean, it could be, but- <laughs> like this is science section.
4: That makes a lot of sense, though.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess they just don't know where these came from, you know, Exactly. So maybe they uh, maybe there's like somebody with like a giant misshapen penis farm down in in Sumatra. It's the just growing them in farm. lines.
4: Ugh.
1: Well,
0: Sumatra also has those rat monkeys that cause zombieism.
4: What? Do they?
0: Yeah, you never heard of that.
4: Uh, n- <laughs> Mike, Mike, well, I, I
3: sometimes feel like Mike makes things up and goes like, "You never heard of that."
4: Yeah, he does I'll that Google pretty it often. It right now.
0: <laughs> all right, well, I've looked up this extensively.
4: Well, I know Sumatra has really good coffee. That's about all I know about.
2: That's just what the rat monkeys want to tell
3: you. Well, like, is that the, is that the place where the rat monkeys eat the coffee and then poop it out and then they harvest the poop and make coffee out? Oh of it? God, oh God, is that Coca-lui. what I've been drinking? Oh, that's a different kind of coffee. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a uh, Kuala bar. Yeah, that's just another kind of gross coffee. Ah, okay. I want to huh. cross-pollinate coffee with the corpse flower so we can have like really stinky, cheesy coffee in the morning.
4: I would love that. i like, just Ugh. piss off everyone oh, I guess, at work. I guess
0: the Sumatran Rat Monkey was just from that movie Dead Alive or Brain Dead by Peter Jackson. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mike confuses the real world with movies sometimes. <laughs> uh, we wanted to up- update real quick um, about sky sounds in our area. If Ooh, you guys don't yeah. know, we're in uh, Tampa Bay, Florida, and this is kind of a hot spot for sky sounds in the world.
0: Yeah, we get two or three a week, I think.
3: I don't know. I, I seem to hear a lot. And some of them may be able to be explained away. But uh, me and Mike tend to hear them a lot because we're up very late or at like weird hours. Because you go to bed early, but then you just wake up in the middle of the night, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, most of the time I've heard them happen at night. I think I've heard them once or twice during the day. Mostly even at like the evening I
3: yeah, that's why a lot of people were talking about it about two weeks ago. Everybody was talking and posting on the on Facebook about the weird sky sounds that are happening. People were like, "Does anybody else hear this sound? Because it sounds like the world is ending."
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I said the first time. And I then, like, it. I
3: respond like, "Yeah, I hear it. I hear them all the time." Because this one was in, like, I think it was still daylight when this one was happening.
0: Yeah, that's what. Huh. I, that's. I think that's why it was reported because it's it is pretty unusual to hear them during the day. See,
3: I've never heard them. Yeah, I I mean... You're a very heavy, heavy sleeper.
2: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm up most of the time, anyways, at night, late at night.
0: You also but, kind of have to go outside. But you're to listening really to
3: Taylor them. Swift at full blast. That's true. While playing video games. Well, I'm
2: trying to shake it off.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know what your process is.
2: Or at least, I, if I've heard them, I, I don't recognize them as anything strange. That's, I'm just used to hearing them.
4: Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I think that. Well, you maybe, live by the train
3: tracks too, so you yeah. might just associate that with the rumble of a coming train. Yeah, I it either associate like
4: it. it with a train, or I just assume it's lightning. I mean, we live in like the lightning capital of. At least United States, I believe. Yeah, I think so. So those are kind of my go-to. So if I hear something loud, I just kind of shrug it off and say. Yeah, that. if
0: you're outside when one of these things happens, it's it's very different from thunder so or what, train tracks.
3: What
4: is the what? It
0: sounds like bombs going off.
3: It's a, yeah, it just sounds like a like the very very distant rumbling of like artillery fire. Yeah,
4: really. If you've
0: ever seen a war movie, it sounds like that. Like, huh?
3: But it's loud, n- but it, but it, 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 the the pitch is low enough, and it's loud enough that you can sometimes actually feel it if you go outside, or sometimes even inside, you can feel yeah. it.
0: Sometimes it's loud enough to makes you, it really makes you now, think that it's the
4: end of the world. is all of Florida kind of a hot spot for <coughs> these sounds, or is it just our area? I, th- I,
3: uh, I think it might just be this coast. Uh, one of the theories I've heard thrown out there on Reddit was, uh, was that this area is a hot spot because the Gulf of Mexico acts as like a kind of an amplifier.
4: Oh, maybe. Because
3: a lot of people think that it's like just the sound, it's like just really, really deep earth sounds from like like underground like plates, like slightly moving maybe.
4: Oh, what if it's a, oh, what if it's sinkholes? What that's if it's another, really that, deep sinkholes? That's another
3: theory that's been thrown out is like like it's like a really deep, sinkholes starting to form. Like, pieces are dropping into the aquifer and that's where the sound comes from. I can from.
4: kind of see that. That makes some Because we do have a lot of water
3: sense. underneath us, We too. have a
4: lot of water and sinkholes pop and that, up around yeah, here that all could, the fucking time. That
3: could, that could, I mean, yeah, it's hollow underneath the entire state. Mm-hmm. And it's filled with water, mostly.
2: Yeah, but those strange uh, sky noises, they happen in other places around the world, too. They do, yeah. Which, they're unexplained there, as well. Nobody knows what's making Well,
0: them. it is mostly well, on areas with... Coastal areas, well, it's it's
2: coastal, coastal areas, in, and then deserts, though.
3: Yeah, but it, it, a lot of the times it happens like uh, near uh, volcanoes that are active. Hmm. So, but nobody really knows. There's no, there's no thing like linking these sounds together. You I, know what I mean? It, yeah. I
4: think you would have to really spend some time and go. These are the areas where it happens the most. What is the same? Because I bet you there's got to be something similar, but even if you are comparing here to desert areas. There could be. Um, underground rivers and things like that they true. could have dried up and collapsed and would make a similar sound so or it
3: could just be the mole men preparing to attack or it could yeah. be mole
4: men lizard people <laughs> Tibetans uh, Tibetans I've heard yeah the, the uh,
3: problem is is that uh, there's not a good sample to study from because you, you you can't determine the percentage of misidentification
4: that's true that's very true like
3: underground mining blasts maybe or like Maybe secret government projects where they're not reporting that they're blasting into a mountain. Uh, it could be nuclear bomb tests. Nuclear bomb tests that we don't know about. <laughs> you know, Even like there's so
0: many things. Actual things thunder.
3: Yeah. Actual thunder. Well, you can you can a helicopter. The
2: difference between thunder and this stuff. A helicopter crashing and nobody finding out about it. A stroke. Uh. A mini stroke. <laughs> some, somebody eating too much Taco Bell, letting out a wicked loud fart.
3: Yeah, it could be. It could be anything. Of so course. yeah, there's there's too much misidentification.
4: That's true. I mean, if if, if what if it was? It Could
0: be it, John Goodman jumping up and down.
4: Oh, he lost some weight. That's mean.
3: Well, when I first started hearing these sky sounds, I actually I remember looking up, like if there was any nighttime construction going on that mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of, because I thought like maybe at three o'clock in the morning there's so. It's so quiet that if they started construction at that time, it would sound weird like that. But I could never find any kind of correlation, like, explainable thing.
4: How similar to artillery does it sound?
3: Very. It It sounds really close, yeah. Yeah. I
4: mean, do you think that these could be just um, maybe dimensional...
3: It
0: could be. I
4: mean, thinness? if you go with that, um, maybe we're it could touching be that, yeah. on like some is, dimension that's warring or with, something like that.
0: With the art, with it sounding like artillery, it also tends to sound really close, like so close yeah. that you feel like you should be able to see. Well, that's what I'm explosions. saying.
4: Like if it was an issue of maybe areas of dimensional thinness, where yeah, maybe it's dimensional two, thinness where yeah. we're
3: next to a world that's coming to an end or something. Exactly, yeah. it's like so a world breaking apart, mm-hmm. or
2: we're possibly we're in like the Matrix like a simulation and it's just a sound file
4: it's
3: just a robot farting near our head
4: (laughs) Uh, the simulation theory could explain so many things like you can really take that and just oh poltergeist activity oh it's just a glitch it's a glitch you know it's 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 kind of matrix yeah yeah it's kind of like when you're
2: just playing the artillery noises again exactly instead instead of bird 508
3: yeah
4: (laughs) it's like when you're playing a video game and like there's a tree sticking out from a building and it makes no sense. It's just a, It's just a weird glitch.
3: Have know? we talked about simulation theory on the show before? Nope. I don't think Not so. Yet. Well, explain it real quick.
4: Uh, I mean, it's just, basically, if you've seen The Matrix, you have a good idea of what that is. It's just, you know, everything is a simulation. Um, none of this is real. Maybe we have real bodies somewhere else in weird little tubes or something yeah, like that. Or
3: maybe we account. are computer programs. Or maybe yeah.
4: we ourselves I, are computer I, I,
3: programs. I, I theorize
2: that the simulation uh, theory is correct, that about... 85% of us are robots. No, that's that's what so only the a, only a few
3: of us are real people. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Only,
2: so only some of us are real people. Most of us are NPCs. Jared,
4: yes, Jared and I have talked Trump about this. Trump supporters are link. just NPCs. Yeah. Yeah, no.
2: Yeah. Oh, the people in this room, I'm definitely an NPC. Uh, Mike is an NPC. Lauren might be real. Nah. No. You think she's uh, an NPC? I have no oh, idea. I have no NPC. idea. <laughs> oh, you're an NPC for sure. Ow. You're glitchy as fuck. Alright,
4: <laughs> the only way that you could be an NPC that I could kind of see is, like, you are so relaxed about everything. You're just like, you go with the flow so much that you could be an NPC. But I doubt it, because you have, you like enough weird things to not be an NPC. Well, see,
0: I would say that would be wrong, because NPCs react with, in mass. Yes,
4: and no one and zero almost exclusively. Well, well,
2: this is a highly advanced simulation. Well, right? like, yeah.
0: everyone running from the 9-11 explosions that you see on the video, those are all NBCs. The people oh, damn! To <laughs> too soon?
3: Jesus Christ. No, I, I, would, I would think that if this simulation is this real then even if you were an NPC, it wouldn't make you any less of a conscious person. Oh yeah. You'd yeah, be like no. such a like a such a high We're highly, highly advanced AI. Yeah, highly advanced artificial intelligence.
2: Yeah, we just we just disappear when the simulation
4: yeah, comes I, I would say or that reset. like say you were to kill someone you thought was an N P C right?
3: Still
2: illegal. It's still, still first <laughs> yeah. of all it's still within, illegal. Within the yeah. confines Well I mean if you kill a hooker in Grand Theft Auto you still get a star. No.
4: Not
3: always
2: well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm sees. saying like, yeah.
4: it, counts enough, it counts enough as a horrible act because it's kind of like the butterfly effect. Like that NPC probably deals with so many real people. It affects them in such a real way that it, it counts. So yeah. like it doesn't well, justify anything. Like, it's like anything.
2: in Skyrim. If you kill the shopkeep, nobody can go sell their goods to that guy anymore.
4: Exactly.
3: If I was an NPC, I wish I like knew it. So that that way, like, that would, if...
2: that would compromise the simulation, John. No,
3: no, no, I would totally play along. Anytime a a player character came around, I'd totally be doing my thing. But then, like, if they're not around, then I could just like do whatever I want.
2: Well, you no, know, because other NPCs aren't aren't in on it. You would have to find other NPCs and get them in on it, and then you all yeah. Yes. Also, no, you maybe would... that's where commu- uh, compounds come from.
3: That's that's yeah. where, that's where yeah. Crazy that's where those come crazy from.
2: yeah crazy religious sects just NPCs <laughs> who uh, who got woke.
4: Uh, also, you are doing what you. Even if you are an NPC, you've been designed to do what you do. So going outside of doing that—that's true. You're pre-programmed. Man. Yeah. So
3: no, you, but I just want to free be will a, is a lie. But yeah. I want to give for up. You.
4: Not well, for then that's Lauren. that's Lauren's, part of your programming.
3: a uh, player. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I can't Possibly. talk. I guess I can't talk about it in front of Lauren. Though. I don't know <laughs> if you
0: call them players if they can't if they haven't volunteered.
4: If they haven't volunteered, so well, you think this the- is
2: like a prison simulation, maybe?
0: Not, not a prison, but like, trapped our
2: consciousnesses in yeah, here. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren uh, committed some kind of interstellar crime, and this is her punishment. So, <laughs> I can think of worse things. We got a, a prison shitty prison paranormal well, I mean, yeah, podcast. I they're just... an advanced society, so they're rehabilitating her.
4: <laughs> oh, it's, okay. a, it's a
2: very long. Yeah, process.
4: it's like oh, so you're doomed to this simulation where no matter how hard you try, you'll never succeed. And uh, you'll just be driven to try over and over that's and over a, again. Yeah,
3: that's that's the... Uh, that's your
2: criminal tendency speaking right now. We're going to work you through that. Well, yeah. That's,
3: that's the path to enlightenment. You have to keep doing the simulation. Yeah, until you, it's until just like, you it's get just it's right. It's just like the Buddhists say. You have so to keep doing respawn. the simulation yeah. until it on, you... It
2: only takes like 13 seconds in, in reality, though. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. I'm going to wake up and I'm gonna be like, oh, You're going to wake
2: up and be like, Wow, you took 15 seconds. That's a record. Nobody usually takes that long.
4: I'm like very 12. stubborn. Yeah. Very, very fucking you, stubborn. Well, you,
2: you probably killed a lot of people.
4: People. Maybe In the galaxy, In- the oh yeah, federation.
2: Maybe. Just from drunk driving, yeah, you
4: genocided, <laughs> yeah, well-
2: you genocided the whole civilization.
3: <laughs> well, you know what they, they say about uh they, they say I, I forget who said this, and I would ha- I would have to look it up, but it's a mathematician calculated that if if uh, if the chance if the chance yeah the chances are if. We will someday make a simulation that is indistinguishable from reality sometime in the future. The chances are higher... That we've actually already done it, and we're just in a simulation now.
4: Well, it was Elon Musk that said that the probability of us not living in a si- uh, simulation is just like point zero 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 yeah, zero yeah. zero, like it's ridiculous. Well, I think he's
3: quoting that guy's paper. Uh, but.
4: but yeah, you know, it's uh, it's turtles all the way down. And it makes it well, and and and, and it makes sense. Like just uh, this
3: past week, me and Mike and Jared started playing No Man's Sky, which is like a giant galaxy, like a space exploration yeah. game that has eight quintillion planets and would take fifty billion years to explore.
2: Yeah, and also uh, the game itself hints that it, it's a simulation. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the lore in the game is that your char- the character you're playing is playing a simulation.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty ah! sure if you find the creator of the galaxy, and that's the end of the game, then it's just going to be like, and credits.
4: No, that's it was w- us. <laughs> no, that's when you die and you're finally woke. Yeah. You're like, oh, you finished No Man's Sky. That's the goal of this reality. It's, I wonder
0: if it's something like that game Soma, where... They basically put all of the identities of mankind into a little electric box and shot it out into space because the world ended.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I read another book where a uh-
2: yeah they put them all in a simulation, basically let them hang out and live their own like fantasy world while it travels through space and hopefully an alien finds us and has the technology to bring us back.
3: Uh,
4: So you think we're like a singularity floating out in rando space? Yeah, I read
3: another book where everybody was put into a simulation in a small tiny box and buried deep in the planet that they were on. They Mm. shut off the core to the planet, the molten core and made it a dead planet and then shot a giant missile into a giant star to blow up half of the galaxy to ensure that no one, ev- no el- other alien race would ever find them.
4: Damn. <laughs> wow. What did they do? Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> well, they, you know, they ended up stopping it. So.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, wow. That's where do you go from there? Shit. Yeah.
3: But uh, anyway, moving on. Um, we didn't plan to talk about that, but it is a very interesting thing. We'll have to do a feature maybe on simulation theory mm-hmm. at some point. Um. Moving on to cryptozoology news. Uh, was a large snake filmed in a Russian lake?
0: I, why is that so I
3: want unbelievable? to
1: say
3: yes. Wait, was it? Yes, I think. Oh, I, think I here's want the to f- say yes. Now, a Russian man believes he has captured a giant snake on tape while kayaking in Turgokak Lake. Well, how Mikhail giant? near Mikhail Nirakov spotted some violent ripples in an otherwise placid lake. Upon further investigation, uh... I'm just going to call him Nen. <laughs> believes he may have seen a uh, 10 to 15 foot long snake. It doesn't
0: say foot, it just says 10 to 15 long snake. He could have said could be inches. A, could be
3: meters.
4: <laughs> no, it's it's in uh, it's in normal snake I mean, sizes. 10 it's 10 snakes long. long. 10 to 15 <laughs> snakes long.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, 10 to 15 feet is
2: pretty big, but that doesn't seem like crazy
3: well big. it's crazy big for uh Russia like, where a wait r- a minute giant but s- giant snakes usually can only uh survive in like tropical environments
0: mm-hmm. yeah? yeah I mean like I've seen Python's that they have at, like the zoo there.
4: That that but big. Russians don't measure in feet. They feet. They measure. So maybe in, it's meters. They measure oh, they in do rubles. Meter, measure in meters. Yeah, they do that, measure in meters. That, so that would makes be more sense. surprising. Well, there's a video.
3: Yeah, he, uh, he claims to have filmed the creature from three different angles and has posted one to his VK profile, where it's been watched over fifteen thousand times. The you fuck's can... VK. I guess that's like Russian YouTube, probably. Here we go. So let's see.
0: I see ripples in the water. Yep, I do see the ripples. Now, now you can see,
3: now you can watch. You, there's some actual good shots of the snake, like right there. That was definitely something.
4: What? Oh, yeah. I'll there's
3: back it up a little something bit.
4: something in there for damn sure.
3: Let's take a look again. Instant replay. Ah, uh, it doesn't show it again.
4: Eh. Well.
3: I, I didn't back it up. Oh, look, there it was. What? Look at that! Ooh. That looks like a snake. That looks like oh, a giant snake.
4: Damn!
3: Yeah, no, that's that's yeah, that's definitely crests, a fifteen to twenty meter yeah, snake. It, yeah, because
4: it the, it one hump of it crests and then it goes underwater and the oh, other you, hump crests a couple. If you, know, you see quite right when the litter.
3: video starts to the right of the screen, you can see the first piece, the first time the the body comes up.
4: Alrighty.
3: Did you see it? Yeah. Oh I saw
4: yeah! It. Damn. Yeah,
3: and then you can see it again right there. Oh no. Once you see it once it's hard not to see.
4: Yeah, it's much easier to see it once you've kind of yeah. identified where it's at. But I
3: mean that it might not be a snake. I mean it could be something else. What? The, I mean a giant worm. A you tentacle. know what? That's almost driftwood. M-
4: but any other thing that it could be actually snake is the most normal thing that this could be.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, just a giant snake in Russia. Okay. So there's
0: an update there as to what it could possibly so is. Giant uh, misshapen penis. A reader
3: has suggested a possible candidate for the creature is, and we feel they're like- God likely God damn right. it,
4: you're going to make us click this link?
3: Uh, no, I already I already looked at it earlier. It said it was a certain type of catfish.
4: A okay. catfish that big?
3: Well, nice The Wells catfish. I don't know. I mean, they do get very, very big, but... I don't know. Like this, you can just kind of see the things it moving in tandem. That would have to know, be. S-
2: seem like yeah, catfish. that's not.
3: There would have to be several giant catfish moving in tandem.
2: Yeah.
4: I mean, I, I, The problem is, is this uh, this Wikipedia page doesn't mention how big these bitches get because. Scroll down. That's a huge part size. size. Five meters. Sixteen feet. So. so?
0: Well, so that he was talking in, five, in 10 to
3: 15 meters.
4: But we don't know what So that what could have been was, three
3: catfish or one giant snake.
4: But we don't know what he was talking in because the article we were reading doesn't mention whether it's feet, meters, or centimeters. That or is not.
3: true. So it was poorly reported, and I'm blaming theweirdreport.org.
4: Damn you, Weird Report. Get your uh, shit straight.
3: You can yeah. find a link to this article in the show notes. Uh, moving on, let's... Uh, there's some... Really interesting UFO news. We got uh, gray aliens are, are photographed at a woman's house in Florida. Oh,
1: is this oh, I the, see one where the it took a picture
0: of her with her own phone?
3: Uh, no, I think this is a different one. Uh, in Fort Myers Beach, Florida, a woman in Lee County has released a series of photographs of what she refers to as gray aliens. The Estero uh, Island woman who provided a full name but remained... Asked to remain anonymous, uh, on Thursday submitted the pictures to Cryptozoology News. I began hearing a couple voices in April 2015. She said they started as murmurs and finally full blown telecommunication. What is tele? So
0: calling each other on their
3: phone. On the fo- yeah. Telecommunication means calling each other over phone lines. Well,
4: I think she's talking about telepathy, like she's getting. Yeah, full but that's on. not what that means. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But I think that's what she. I think that's what she means is that she's getting full on messages. in her She's getting full on voicemails yeah. on her iPhone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these are the aliens that live next door. <laughs> hey, can um, you turn your fucking music down?
4: What's up? Uh, I just wanted to call and see if you were still awake. Because we're gonna come and impregnate you. We keep
3: hearing you and your <laughs> husband fighting. You up? <laughs> you up? Yeah? Question
4: mark. DTP. <laughs> Down to impregnate?
2: Down to probe?
4: <laughs> 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 yes. Uh,
3: the Floridian maintains uh, that since communications began, objects began missing around the house. Currently over 400 items that I can list and have proof of owning uh, most picture and receipt have vanished. When it first started, I hadn't seen anything and would call the cops for stuff like an entire shopping bag from Target of brand new items vanishing.
2: Wait, she owns more than 400 things? Yeah. <laughs> what,
3: you have more, you things. have
2: more than 400 things. Do you think we have
4: more than 400? Well, I guess I... Yeah. We yeah. have more than 400. Go out that garage. <laughs>
2: no, combined, yeah. we do.
4: I, I Actually, clothing items, we probably each have 400 things. You,
0: yeah,
3: you guys probably have 400 things. I mean,
0: I, let's start counting up the just the things No, in look, yeah, I think we're
4: getting off <laughs> subject here. <laughs> 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 about one, the amount of <laughs> things one, that she has. <laughs> three, <laughs> three, 4 <laughs> You just don't think about how many, how much shit you accumulate. No uh, one ever does.
3: The three photographs reportedly taken with an iPhone. Uh, let me go ahead and turn this on for you.
4: Thank you. Uh,
3: they were reportedly taken with an the iPhone. Con- uh, they're containing a humanoid-shaped figure hiding behind different places. The last year, <laughs> I have taken so many pictures of these gray aliens. Explains the woman. It's literally unreal. So uh. here's the first one. It's this just one, raccoons. I just I couldn't tell again. What she part doesn't know this picture is an alien. I, she doesn't
2: know what she's talking about because she said it's literally unreal, which means it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah. called me on the phone. This is literally fake. <laughs> I don't. I don't know which
4: part of. This. I don't see anything in that yeah, picture.
2: Great. It's a, a black and white gray blob.
3: And then here's an uh, anonymous figure hides behind the thick vegetation in this photograph from 2015, published with permission from the eyewitness. I can
4: actually. So you can oh, see sick. right here.
3: Can you see my mouse? Yeah, I yeah. see
4: like the two eyes.
0: It's it's a stretch
4: though. I mean, you could also the say... last one is
3: the best one though. Okay. This one's freaky as fuck. This is a close. This next one is a close up through a screen door, and it this one looks pretty hard to fake.
4: All right, all right, all right. Oh shit!
3: That okay. one looks creepy as shit.
4: That actually kind of looks like ET.
3: It kind of does. It has the
4: same shape of the head. Like Almost wide.
3: Yeah, it's a wide head. It's wider big, than I would. Black eyes. Yeah, it's
4: wider than I would think a gray alien's head would be. Well,
3: maybe it's taller, but it's, more it's heart just shapes. in the shadows.
4: Yeah, but I'm talking about like the 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 shape of the head is like I always imagine. Yeah, but that... maybe he's
3: got more head up here, and it's just in the shadows.
4: Oh, uh, maybe. Or he
0: could be looking up.
2: He's yeah, looking maybe his up. head's
3: in the back, like ET. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's
2: sticking got, out the back. Got, yeah, he's just got like a real long face. It's just
4: not the teardrop shape that you see in like... Right, shade, right. You know. Um, oh, that's cool. What do you think about that
3: photo though? That's pretty. That's actually uh, a pretty creepy one. That's pretty
4: compelling. I mean, it's weird.
3: Uh, the Fort Myers Beach resident said these alleged apparitions have been nothing but trouble. The police never believed me. I was constantly put in the hospital and, and still looked at as semi-crazy by the social networking world. I eventually got an investigator on the case, but the calls never went through, and he eventually sent a certified la- letter saying he'd dropped the case because of no communication, she claims.
1: Hmm. No
3: telecommunication. <laughs> the woman goes on to say that these creatures have taken total control of her surroundings and that strange things are happening with their pets. My dog's failure to mature... I endure daily torture. There is constant communication. Now see I wish they'd elaborate on what their the dogs saying to her? failing to mature. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, does that mean that her dogs are just puppies?
4: It well, I mean, okay, so either she had recently gotten puppies and they aren't mature, which you would notice that. You'd be like, All right, three months have gone by And they're still the same still size. <laughs> but if you've got like a ten year old dog,
3: yeah, like, it's, it's hard to, that's hard to kind of uh, vibe
0: years. You're not going to notice
4: that, so...
0: Yeah, her children are still fuck-ups, like...
3: <laughs> that's like saying, like, Lauren, you've ha- you, s- you hardly seemed to age in the past two years. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess.
4: Um, well, thank you, I suppose. Like,
3: thank you, I'm in my early 20s. So <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be able to tell that much of a difference.
4: <laughs> I fucking hope not,
3: shit. <laughs> uh... She says these humanoids can appear as almost anything, and orbs are sometimes seen flying toward the creatures. They have large heads and big dark eyes. Once I thought I saw myself, but I was passing through a closed door. I have a picture of a figure that looks human and like me, she explains, suggested the purported creatures are starting to adopt her shape.
4: Ooh. And it looks
3: she, and it looks as if she is not the first one in her family to have reportedly... This is reportedly a poorly written article. He's identified. actually... I'm adding words that are missing from the sentences. (laughs) Uh, Other people in her family have experienced the unusual occurrences. Uh, My entire life, my mom was talking to something. She was eventually killed after starting menopause at 52. She would hide things in the craziest places behind clocks. What is this talking about? Uh, Yeah, so it just sounds like she's crazy.
4: Yeah, it sounds like she's inherited some form of schizophrenia that kind of hits, you know, in later age. Yeah. Well,
2: like uh, that picture of the the alien behind the screen door. How small is that thing's head? Because that's a zoomed in. Yeah, look how in. close that look how thing close is. that screen door is. Those scre- the gaps between that screen are wide enough.
4: Oh, that's a, wide. That's, that's a zoomed very in. interesting. I mean, that thing would have to be fucking tiny. Now that you yeah. point I mean, that out. I mean, if
2: that was if that's full size, you can put your finger through the screens in that screen door.
3: Yeah. No. So it's this the the huh. yeah that's it's probably a very tiny little thing. And uh, small little humanoid like alien creatures like that have been reported before. For a while. Like gray aliens that are reported to come in like three different sizes, right? Like yeah. the small ones that would probably be about that size, and mm-hmm. then the ones that are like four feet tall, mm-hmm. which the are really called the drones, ones. and then yeah. the ones that are like six to seven feet They're tall, which like seems to be like the leaders. Yeah. yeah. The
4: which is... Men. I mean... I always thought that was kind of a weird idea. Like, you hear people talk about that. It's like, yeah, there were four medium-sized ones and then one giant one, and that was the leader. It's like, it's weird to think that a civilization that may be more advanced than us is depending their leadership skills on height.
3: Yeah, well, well, one of the theories that I've heard and that I liked is that the the greys are actually just those tall ones that are leaders, and Mm -hmm. all the other ones are just... um, Basically, like bio robots that have been created to serve them, and they're different size different sizes for different functionalities. Yeah, I've also heard no, that they're cool. all like robots.
2: A, yeah, a, a I've com- also heard that they're all a, just robots. common because a common, a hmm. common uh, theory is that any aliens we meet are gonna they're not gonna come meet us themselves. They're gonna send robots first. Well, if
3: light well if if light speed or light speed or faster than light speed travel is impossible is in fact impossible. Then the way that we're going to explore the galaxy will be with robots that we somehow control. Uh, they're drones, yeah. They're yeah. drones that get sent to the next solar system over to explore. So they would. That's I an mean, interesting. They would thought. Probably, we I would probably make them before. in different sizes because we don't know what we're going to run into. You true,
4: know? very true. That's, that's new to me. That one is totally new to me, but I like it.
3: It's a cool theory. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's move on. She's, uh, friend,
4: she's in Fort Myers real quick. Yeah, does She's in Does it give us a stero? Does it give any um, way Her to home contact? Phone uh, it'd be great to get in contact if she's with this lady. You can
0: send her text messages. I can
3: try a Google advanced search later because she mentioned that she was ridiculed on social networking. Uh-huh. So I could probably find her original post. It'd
4: be so great to find her,
2: and then we can contact her of telecommunication. And then yeah, we hey! can use our
3: telecommunication, our iPhone, to call her, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh my God, so we tele- can send her messages, me? and we can do an over-the-phone interview because I'm not having her in my home.
4: You're in yeah. Pinellas County. I can hear you in my head. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She came to my house. If she comes here, we're going to be missing
2: at least 400 things. At least 400 things.
4: (laughs) (laughs) She's getting her shit back. She's a schizophrenic (laughs) and a klepto. All
3: right. uh, Cigar-shaped UFOs are captured by a a witness in Las Vegas. Ooh. Uh, Nevada... A Nevada witness at Las Vegas uh, reported watching and videotaping two cigar-shaped UFOs moving overhead, according to testimony in case 78282 from the MUFON network.
0: What? That's the Mutual UFO Network.
4: Okay.
3: That's that's basically the uh, the place that if you do see a UFO they want you to call and report it so they can document oh, it so, so, they so they can show up the at the your
4: house and fuck with you
3: no this is a non-profit organization i don't trust that for ufo a researchers
4: no 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 i don't like that's like hey men in black please show up at my house this well, you is know, where i you am. are
3: doing a podcast right now about these topics <laughs> and oh, putting it out on the internet oh, and shit. asking people to listen Turn to it, off. it yeah but it's totally it anonymous off. No, We're it's not. not. I've been using our names this whole time. Yeah, I've been posting well, they didn't on my Facebook. So I gave like you out.
0: my real name when we first met.
3: T- <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows my real name. I built nice.
0: this entire
2: fake life
0: that you think I have.
2: <laughs> oh, my, my name God. is Rusty Shackleford.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> he says two highly reflective objects caught my eye moving rather <laughs> slowly at first, the witness stated. I uh, immediately identified them as something I had never be- seen before flying in the sky. Uh, I have much experience growing up on military bases for the first 20 years of my life, including living on SAC alert bases. I have much experience witnessing all types of military aircraft, and I am familiar with their flight capabilities. When I saw yesterday, August 7th, 2016, was not a military and not civilian aircraft.
0: Well, then what else was it? Is there?
3: Where's the video? Oh, here it is. It
2: was unidentified. <laughs> uh, MUFON.
3: Yeah, let me go ahead and Chromecast this to you so we can take a look at these cigar-shaped UFOs. This one's not too remarkable, but uh, it does—it doesn't look like planes. Like most, most of the things that I find on the internet look like either explainable, or they just look like they're fake.
4: Huh? Yeah, that's that's about right. This
3: one's definitely not fake, but it's probably not good enough to explain because he's shooting it with like an iPhone. Yeah. Oh God, and it's he's so in the tiny. Wrong in the
2: car. Definition too. too. I
4: mean, yeah. shit, that could be like. That's satellite. definitely not a
3: plane, though. That's not a satellite. A satellite. It, if a satellite's that close, you're gonna get fucked up. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> there's two of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's two of them flying. Oh.
0: Uh, actually, kind of looks like what we saw the other. I day. mean, actually, th- that yeah.
4: kind of looks. I mean, I don't feel like airplanes would fly that close to each other. They try to like airplanes try to keep a lot of distance between each Usually, other. Usually, yeah. So. Uh, I actually couldn't say what the hell that could be. I mean- what did you guys
3: see the other day? Let's just get into that now. If this is something similar,
0: um, we saw it at night. It was. Uh, it does. Act, that actually looks quite a lot like what we saw the other night. Um,
3: yeah, a little bit. We were
0: standing outside. Wasn't two of them though. Uh, talking and um, I don't know. I don't remember where Lauren was. Maybe she you... was asleep on the couch. Oh, yeah, that's right. She passed on the couch. <laughs>
3: she had been abducted. So we're <laughs> just there talking. Do you guys have missing time. No. Okay. <laughs> oh
0: man. So we're just what outside <laughs> talking about random bullshit, No Man's Sky and shit like that. And I looked up into the sky and I saw something which looked like that. It was orange and it had a streak behind it, like a like an orange trail, kind of like you would see on a comet or something like that. Okay. And then the streak disappeared and we're watching it and it's Did moving. it
3: slow down or anything?
2: It, it 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 did and it didn't. It didn't slow down, but it didn't really- keep going in one direction it started like moving around yeah it
3: started
0: darting not like really big obvious darts but if you watch you could see it was like so moving. that didn't
3: happen until after the the tail went away yeah, yeah. okay like it hmm. turned
0: and faced us or something like that oh, okay yeah. and then it was kind of darting back and forth it was still moving in the same general direction left to right but it was also darting up and down and left and right a little bit as it was Holding its course. So you guys live mm. next to a
3: what do they call that? A
0: uh, an airport. A it's an resi- airport.
3: Well, I mean, it's, I know it's an airport, but it's like a residential airport. What do they call it? Because it's not commercial. It, it's not a you know? commercial airport. It's, it's a, a private. I guess it's private a private airport, airport. It's but, air, but it's owned by the city. I think it's called an air station. It's an air station. It's for guys that own planes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's
2: not an official airport.
3: Right. Yeah,
0: we it's thought it, private we one. initially thought it was one of those. Um, it, those things look like hang gliders, but they have motors on them, and like
2: oh yeah
3: yeah, you know yeah. what
0: I'm talking about. Those
3: can kind of sway in the wind weirdly. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it was
2: way
0: it was too high. really high up.
2: Plus, it was night, and I'm pretty sure they don't those don't have like. Well, how could you
3: see it? What was uh what, what kind of light was on it? It was just a
2: light. It, it was, was just like a big light. It was like with a the, white light. No, no, it was, it was like orangeish.
3: Yeah. Well, okay, so the tail and the thing was oranges. Yeah,
2: yeah. The, the only reason we could see it was because we could see the whatever the glow was coming from. Yeah. Now, I suspected, my theory on it is that it was a helicopter with a giant searchlight, and the tail we saw was just, like, the side of the beam hitting, like, a cloud or something, and then it turned to face us more.
3: But did, did it move like a helicopter normally moves? Cause, Not really. Because helicopters, I mean, even though that they, they are very maneuverable... They tend to just fly them in straight-ass lines. Yeah, it's just like every cuz yeah, that's the safest way to fly. They it. don't yeah. bounce up and down and around like I mean, that. they yeah. can in and depends I I mean I guess it would depend on uh, um, your perspective and the distance.
0: I guess if it suddenly lost like 10 or 15 feet of altitude and then corrected or something like that. Yeah, it could have been a guy learning to fly a helicopter. At night though.
4: That is a weird time to learn. Yeah, know. yeah, you
3: would you
0: typically learn in the day. This was like yeah. One, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was
4: pretty late.
3: When that yeah, riding. that's a very was strange it windy? time to learn. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't windy well, at, at all. At least not where we were. Yeah. Okay.
2: It might have been windy up there. And how
3: long did it bob around like that? Uh,
2: For a good long time. Yeah, it was still in the sky when we went back yeah, inside. Yeah, we eventually just got bored of looking at it and went yeah. inside.
3: Okay. So, it, so, I mean. We that... watched it probably a good
2: five minutes and then we talked for another ten minutes and then we went inside and it was still there. Yeah. I don't um, think anybody's
3: going to be bobbing
2: around in a helicopter. Yeah, for... so we don't yeah. know what it was. It definitely. Unidentified. Yeah,
4: that's interesting.
3: All right. Well, thanks for sharing that, guys. Yeah. Oh, I had
2: a question about UFOs, actually.
4: Yeah.
3: Sure. Going on. So you mentioned that the
2: UFO in the story was cigar-shaped. Yeah. And that's like a common thing that I hear. Like they come in like either saucer shapes, cigar shapes, or like triangles. Those are the, the three, three most common. Yeah, most shapes. common ones. Do you think like the uh, the grays, like the different sizes, have different functions? What do you think those different functions would be for those kind of ships? I've often thought
4: that the cigar shape and the saucer shape are actually the same shape. You're just seeing them from different perspectives. Because if you look at a saucer from the side, it would look like a long cigar.
3: Yeah, um... The cigar shape is, I think that's the first UFOs to be reported in modern time, correct? I'm not sure. I think a cigar-shaped UFO was uh, one of the ones that was spotted in the famous Battle of Los Angeles. During or during, or just before World War II, mm-hmm. there was a, a giant cigar-shaped craft that... Came over Los Angeles, and they were prepared for the Japanese to attack. So they started shooting at it, and then just nothing happened. Thousands I, of people yeah. saw I it. I thought
2: it was triangle shapes in, that they reported.
3: No, I think that I think that's in the movie version. I think triangle, triangle shapes, shapes.
0: Uh, are the newer ones.
4: <laughs> triangle shapes. I I think, I think those you're are only of right. being reported newer. in the
3: seventies. I think um, with the different shapes of common UFOs, uh, my theory is that it's just uh, different races of of uh, beings that are visiting the planet.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know mean, oh, they could just be different types of ships too. Like,
3: yeah, I mean, cause we have so
0: many different types of planes and ships, and so. cars, and
4: yeah. <coughs> if you hear about like different uh, UFO sightings or people actually encounter them and that sort of thing, I mean, there are certain people that are willing to say that there's like in the 20s plus different types of races that have come down here. I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, the, we're we're gonna have to go over the entire uh, alien race book. One the of these list, episodes. Would, that, of these would it be days. more
0: likely that it's multiple races or just one
3: race? Well, if we exist, they're
4: both unlikely. And
3: another race of aliens exist, then it's probably likely that there's another just one Millions exists. of yeah. races of I aliens, and because the, the the, the galaxy is so huge. Yeah,
4: if the galaxy yeah. is infinite, then the potential for other life is also working infinite.
2: together, like in a like a galactic federation. Some or people think, think so. Or do you think that they're just like they're all? Like no, we're all part of our own thing, and we're just kind of interested. It could be individually different, interested in. This
3: it planet. could be different races in different uh, levels of civilizations. Even. Yeah,
4: there are some people who think that the races work together, and certain races do certain jobs. Uh, I forget which ones that ones do what specifically, but I know like there's like the the Nordic aliens that look like Nordic gods. Or whatever, and there's like I you think there's four. That's a movie. No, like legit. No, that, that is uh, oh, that's that's legit. a. That's yeah. a yeah. Yeah. Aliens, that's a race of aliens, and yeah. they they look like Nordic gods. They that or they're said to at least, and huh. they're kind of like off to the side and aloof. And then there's well, it's
3: theorized that they were the actual Nordic gods, well, too. or that <laughs> the
4: uh, or the Nordic people confuse them for gods, right. possibly. Right, um, and then there's, like, the bigger greys, and then it's like John said, like, they're supposed to be in charge of the smaller ones, that sort of thing. And then there was another group. Well,
0: there's the group that looks like our astronauts.
4: Yeah. From
0: well, I, the Sumerian I, uh, I think engravings. I if,
4: if I were to guess about the whole Sumerian engravings and that sort of thing that look like our astronauts, I think that that's some sort of time-traveling, time-slip. I don't think that's aliens it's they look yeah, so some much like Russian our secret Russian spaceship
3: that like got shot into a vortex. Exactly. They look so much Samaria. like
4: our current We are um, getting
3: in a crazy dudes. way here. <laughs> yeah, we are going all over the place.
4: We're
2: getting, we're getting in an alien hole.
3: But yeah, um it's So easy. No, it could just be so many different races, you know.
4: We, we, we do have to do a, somewhere down the in the future, we need to go through the list of alien races that are suspected. Because that's, that's fascinating. Episodes. Yeah,
3: Yeah. hit us up on Facebook and uh, like our page, Mysteriousnesses, on Facebook. And uh, you can shoot us any sort of question or topic request. Or, or
2: comment. Yeah, any, anything that's creepy that you know of that you think we'd enjoy talking about, hit it, us up.
4: Yeah, we'll talk about it. it be fun.
3: Yeah, moving on, we're to the paranormal. Uh, Lauren brought this to my attention today, so you can go ahead and field this one. This okay. is uh, the legend of Kansas's haunted Stull Cemetery, visiting America's most off limits gate- gateway to hell.
4: Okay, so this is supposed to be like the most haunted um, cemetery in at least the United States. Um,. So you
2: can definitely get, like, a Gengar there. Oh, yeah. yeah. M-
4: almost guaranteed. Um, legends <laughs> around this cemetery involve human sacrifice, occult rituals, and even a yearly visit from the devil himself. He comes, um, parties,
0: and, ch- and takes off. Yeah.
4: still has gained an over-the-top <laughs> reputation that has landed it in countless books, most haunted top ten lists, and even appearances on the show Supernatural. But is there any truth to it?
3: I guess they fought the devil in Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean,
4: multiple times. That's kind of what the whole oh, okay. show is about. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways.
3: I watched one episode. I'm like, these guys are bad actors.
4: The, the first season <laughs> yeah. I actually
0: really enjoyed I, I, because it actually had just had different stories. I like the
3: subject matter.
4: I'm tired of the subject matter. Just to, <laughs> just to slightly deviate, I'm tired of the whole angels and demons thing. Yeah, it's a little it, blight out. The second well, scene. Yeah. that's
2: where every freaking uh, supernatural show ends up yeah, going to. Yeah, always ends and up there. And then they get stuck there.
4: Yep.
3: Good versus evil is an easy thing to do, yeah, well, I guess. It's
4: the end of the world. Angels versus demons. Oh, I'm so angsty. Like that, I'm tired of it. It's
0: like, oh, my brother disappeared at the end of last season. But now this, I'm the brother that disappeared this season. But then next season, he's disappeared. But who's dead. the
4: brother that disappeared? I don't remember someone this disappeared. Season both of us disappeared <laughs> in <into> different
0: places. <laughs> no, that was just a, a season break, Mike. Oh, my bad.
4: Uh, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> um,
0: Getting off topic again. This, uh,
4: this specific um, cemeteries got, like... Apparently, the whole reason that it's super haunted is that there's this huge tree in the middle of the cemetery. Well, and there
3: was. They cut well, it down. Yeah, they
4: cut it down. But, I mean, uh, within recent memory, this tree used to exist. And I guess, so legend goes, um, they used to hang witches from this tree.
3: But these are undocumented witch trials. The, yeah,
4: these are be. all undocumented, which is convenient as far as legends go.
3: Yeah, which is kind of like a rumor. So, um, it's said that there's a gateway to hell located somewhere near the church that opens up on Halloween and the spring equinox.
4: Yes. uh, Mm. According to the legends, Lucifer once uh, used the abandoned, uh, now destroyed church at the center of the cemetery as his own personal doorway from the netherworld.
0: Uh, The church is still there.
4: Uh, It's... When in the article, when it says now destroy, what they're referring to is that when they went there, the church itself was on fire.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, so it is more destroyed than it no, was. No, that's not what
3: was on fire in the article.
4: I thought it was the church no, that was no, on no. fire.
3: It was just different. There was weird There was fires. like a patch of ground yeah. on oh, fire well then That's,
4: that's less exciting. Oh, I mean, that's pretty even... freaking weird, though. It is pretty weird. Yeah, there was
0: nobody around or anything. They just, yeah. you know, they walked up there and like the the ground was just on fire. So. Uh,
4: but yeah, this this whole area is supposed to be super cursed, um, and uh, because the devil used to use the church as his own gateway, the theory is that uh, he forgot to close the door. <laughs> so yeah,
3: supposedly the grave that the tree was planted on was the grave of a townswoman and uh and satan himself mm-hmm. which and is like a she, werewolf baby yeah she had a werewolf baby
4: son. so that's kind of cool like you, you have so many different or things. he might have just
3: been born with that genetic disorder where he grows hair all over yeah. his
4: body <laughs> like <laughs> me a lot of times yeah. like there's like all these talks about demon babies and that sort of thing and really when you go back in history they were just a little bit different a little muties. bit you know a little bit malformed um It's like, he's got webbed feet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at uh, that one movie, um, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Like, the whole reason he's evil from the beginning is that he was just born with a messed up face. He had like a hair lip. Yeah, he had a hair lip. (laughs) And that's kind of, you know, people went that, you know, people thought people with, uh, who were ginger were evil. So they still do sometimes. They still haven't
0: proved that wrong. (laughs)
4: Yeah. but yeah, it's really cool. There's a lot of different things thrown in here. I mean, you've got the witchcraft, you've got the devil, you've got a uh, supposed lycanthropy with yeah, their uh, weird babies and, and hauntings. and
0: graves and shit like that.
4: Well,
3: and then there's also the conspiracy that there's those uh, in power in the town that still use this place for satanic rituals. Yeah. I would love to think
4: yeah, that yeah, that's so well, that's cool. that's the main
0: mystery of the whole thing is that they don't let they don't let. They anybody lock the gates on Halloween. Explore that place.
3: And even even one time, um, even one time uh, uh, in, in the '90s, I believe a news crew showed up there, and. And uh, wanted to document that the devil doesn't actually appear there on Halloween. You know, just, like, show footage, you know? Yeah. And they were supposed to be allowed to do it, but then r- half an hour before midnight, they were kicked out of the cemetery and not allowed to shoot it at, actually, midnight.
0: Yeah. Huh. Also, there, there's a thing that uh, apparently rain does not land inside the church. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a roof. Yeah,
4: like, the, the, the church is completely devoid of a roof, and apparently rain does not enter. I mean... That's one of those things where I would have to see someone take a camera, shoot it it at the church, walk into the church and show me the difference because otherwise that could just simply be <clears throat> as much of legend as the devil using the church himself.
3: And the, mo- the most famous rumor associated with the cemetery uh, reportedly happened in 1993 when Pope John Paul II was flying to Colorado for a public appearance. According to the legend, the Pope declared that the ground in Stoll Cemetery was so unholy that he forced his private plane to reroute his flight around the graveyard because even the air above it was tainted by evil. How did he know the flight plan?
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: kind
3: of dark. <laughs> it goes I mean, right over this one little cemetery. It, I mean,
4: it's possible that what if above that cemetery there was like a uh, storm cloud or something and the pilot was like, "Nope, let's go around that." And the and pope was like, "Don't fly into
3: that." <laughs>
4: yeah. But and I think someone just went, "Oh, how interesting," but really it was, you know, business as usual. Is what yeah. that's what it kind of seems like. The place is like also really
0: hard to get to, which is why a lot of people don't go there.
4: Mm. It's on like BFE Kansas. Yeah, it's like an
0: hour away from everything.
4: Which, the state of Kansas is really an hour away from everything. Uh, here we'll,
3: we'll go over real quick. Thirteen places on Earth believed, pe- uh, people believed were entrances to hell. One of them are, is our toilet.
4: <laughs> that is confirmed.
3: The uh, Plutonian at Her Heropolis. Heropolis. I don't know how to speak Greek. The ancient city of Heropolis near modern-day uh, Pamukkale in Turkey was once home to a site considered sacred by Pluto, the god of the dead. Although the site was rediscovered in 1965, it was just this year that archaeologists announced the otherworldly significance of this holy spot. The same gases uh, that heat the famous hot springs of uh, Pamukkale origi- originate from a cave beneath the Plutonian. And uh, because the vapors are toxic, the people of uh, Heropolis believe that they have been sent from Pluto himself and the site was treated as a ritual entrance to the underworld. Pilgrims would travel from all over the classical world to make sacrifices to Pluto. Animals led into the cave would drop dead from the toxic fumes, while acolytes of Pluto would prove their devotion to the god by entering the cave and emerging alive. Perhaps thanks to their knowledge of pockets of breathable air within the cave. So that's pretty interesting.
4: That's very interesting. That's cool.
3: It's like an ancient site. Yeah, people just bring things like, hey, go in there and the god kills you. Yeah. That's pretty neat. I Uh, like that. Fengdu, China, the 2,000-year-old city of ghosts located in Chongqing Municipality has been thought to be the place the dead stopped on their way to the afterlife, though it seems to have gotten this reputation in a roundabout way. A legend from the Han dynasty tells of two imperial officials, Wang Fangping and Yin Changsheng, who forsook the court life to practice Taoism in Fenggu and became immortal. Their names combined sound like King of Hell. And so Mingshan, the hill that overlooks Fenggu, became known as the abode of Tianzi, the King of Hell. The city is filled with Buddhist and Taoist temples, said to be filled with immortal spirits that judge and torment the dead. A freshly dead soul, it was said, must first cross the bridges of helplessness to have their virtue judged, then face the mirror of retribution at the ghost-torturing past. This sounds
0: like a (laughs) theme park.
3: This sounds crazy. (laughs) And either become immediately reincarnated or face a series of torments before reaching the wheel of rebirth. Man, other religions... uh, Better than ours. Death, yeah, death things. Uh, well, they're just not, like, happy. Like, hey, do good, and you'll get to go to heaven. They're like, nah.
4: You've got to suffer When you're first. done here,
3: you got to suffer. and you got to go to the rebirth wheel. You pay 10 yen, if you, you can you're go good, to- you
2: skip good, you get the fast pass, back to life. <laughs> yeah,
3: you get the fast pass through the series
0: of ghosts. You pay 10 yen, you can go uh, torture ghosts at Ghost Torturing Pass.
4: My favorite part of this, actually, is that they give a physical place... To where all these events occur. Like in a lot of religions. And then people
3: just live there.
4: Yeah, people just live there and they go, Oh yeah, you know, um in the ghostly realm right next to me, some poor spirits getting tortured until they can prove themselves. Like Yes, Jai
2: Ping lives in my house. He is the uh the flayer of dicks.
4: <laughs> the flayer of dicks. He
0: pays rent every month on time. Yeah.
3: And then we I have the- him a little bowl of rice so he doesn't flay me when I go. We have the Masay Volcano, and this is the uh, aboriginal people of Masaya, modern-day Nicaragua, did not believe that their mouth of the of their caldaro was a gateway to the afterlife. But that was a local tradition that the uh, volcano was a god and a sorceress lived inside its fiery pit. But then the Spanish explorers who arrived had little familiarity with volcanoes, and they associated the volcano with diabolic activity. Hmm. So basically... They just didn't know much about volcanoes, and I'm like, this thing is like constantly like bubbling and steaming. Like That's definitely a gateway to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand
4: there. this thing. I'm fucking scared.
3: Here's the Seven Gates of Hell. This is in Pennsylvania. A local legend claims that, that, that the right. woods off Trout Run Road in Hellam Township, Pennsylvania, sit the Seven Gates of Hell. According to popular fiction, the gates appear near the site of a tragic asylum fire, and if you step through all seven gates, you land straight in hell. Hmm. Uh, there are a couple of problems with the story, even aside from the whole going to hell thing. One is that, according to the Hellum Township website, there never was an asylum on that spot. Uh, also, there's only one gate rather ordinary-looking. Uh, it's a thing that the doctor installed to keep people off his property.
4: <laughs> oh, that's disappointing.
3: Well, they're not going to tell you that well, they the rest of the gates are there. Yeah, at night, the uh, the rest of the gates appear.
4: Oh, uh, okay. We well,
0: have to go through the first gate also.
3: Yeah, exactly. But there
4: was no asylum there to begin with.
2: Uh that's called a lie.
4: There's um, a, all right.
3: There's a, uh, better now. There's a pit called Lacus Curtis in the Roman Forum that doesn't look like much, but the legend told by the Roman historian Levy said it was once a wide chasm. Uh, they kept trying to fill it with stuff, but uh, the chasm appeared. Uh, so basically they couldn't fill it. An oracle prophesied that the chasm would not close until the Roman Republic would be destroyed unless the city sacrificed You're that which had plain. made it strong. Marcus Curtis realized that Rome's strength Lied in the weapons and bravery of its citizens And so fully armored and armed He rode his horse into the chasm And straight into the underworld (laughs) So then it closed up It's chasm right? (laughs) What am I saying chasm? Yeah it's chasm So you don't have to make fun of me. I, I kinda do.
4: <laughs> I you tried I tried not to, and then Jared made it worse every single time. You guys
3: are jerks. No, Jared's yeah. a jerk. You could just correct me after the first <laughs> no, time I said it. Let I, did. You I was do correcting it. you right now. No, you could you could correct me after the first time I said it.
2: I didn't want to interrupt you, you were saying it interesting.
3: Oh, you don't want to interrupt me? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Interrupted.
4: <laughs> we have St. Patrick's Purgatory. Mount Hecla.
3: Yeah, the rest of these aren't even that fun. So, we're gonna take a quick break while I punch Jared in the throat several <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, and then we're gonna come back with the, uh, the Lost Colony of Roanoke.
0: Of Roanoke.
3: <laughs> Roanoke. Yeah, the Lost Colony of Roanoke. After a staunch debate, it is actually pronounced chasm. Chasm. Yeah, chasm. not chasm. Or, yeah, chasm is also accepted. Chasm. Yep, you're, you're duly noted, Mike. Thank uh, you. I forgot to talk about it in the previous uh, section, but uh, I mentioned that I would. Uh, mysterious lights hover over Gateway Arch in St. Louis. This happened actually recently at the beginning of the month. Uh, the Gateway Arch in St. Louis trended on Facebook for much of... Uh, two weeks ago Thursday, after an unexplained light was caught on video hovering above the famous landmark. Hmm. This is, this is almost like what you guys were seeing, maybe. So maybe this is even closer to what you guys were seeing. Uh, the object was captured from at least two camera angles shortly before 2.30 a.m. on Tuesday. It's not clear what the object was, although it moved and hovered much like a drone. It didn't fly over, it didn't do any of that, Chase Rhodes, a cleaner at Casino Queen, told Fox. It just happened. The station called nearby Scott Air Force Base, which reported no unusual activity. While many videos of unexplained lights are later found to have been manipulated, this one was also caught on the surveillance cameras at nearby Malcolm W. Martin Memorial Park.
0: Where did our thing happen? Our thing happened on, uh, I think it was just happened on Sunday.
3: Yeah, no, this is like two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, There's something weird with that one, Mike Bullhorn. Is his name really Bullhorn? Is that how you could pronounce it? (laughs) Bullhorn. Mike Bullhorn, director of the Metro East Parks and Recreation District, told the AP, "...while the clip posted by Rhodes shows a blinking light, the angle captured by the park's camera revealed a much steadier light. In fact, the park clip captured two unusual lights." The one over the arch and a light that dropped from the sky, which could be consistent with I a drum I just saw that landing. one on the video. Yeah, it just popped up in the middle, middle I think, top. I think yeah. I missed it. It's definitely odd to be dead center over a national monument like that, said Rhodes. If it was the White House, people would have been all over that. So you can see it again right there. Follow the, Yeah, they put those stupid arrows in there so you can see it. So yeah, you can see it just like kind of yep, coming there it to goes. life.
4: Oh, yeah. It really... It and it, just it pops goes in, and, in out. and out. Yeah, it gets bright and it gets
3: Well, then it keeps getting clo- it gets way closer. <sighs> Look, it's teleporting towards. Maybe?
4: I mean,
3: there it is again.
4: It's there the whole time.
3: It seems to be like uh, uh, you guys, getting dim uh, and bright at the same time. I
4: feel like this is an instance of a helicopter because it. when a helicopter shines its light in specific areas, when it faces you, it looks brighter, and when it faces away, well, it looks is that, a,
0: is that a, you know, Your theory
3: here is going to be debunked in a second because no helicopter in the entire is country s- is allowed to fly this close to a national monument. Is that Even a just mountain?
0: Or, you see... Like no. in the background, or no. is that just cloud it's cover? It's like cloud cover. Even okay. just like the oh, see now it's moving what, right over it. Yeah, look how close it's getting. Is
4: that like a big deal of a monument? Like, I mean, have
3: you it, seen it? I mean, it is a big it's deal. A, you can see it, it from hum- an airplane. Humongous. But like yeah.
4: people can't be inside that, right? It's just a oh, big no, you, arch. People, no, can you
3: can there? you can ride up to the top.
4: Oh yeah. well, I guess <laughs> that that would be dangerous. Yeah, it's, a it's huge. Situation. Oh shit! Look how close it gets. It's. Damn, it's like right there on top of it. Yeah, yeah. no,
3: this is a big deal of a monument. Oh, You've never been out it? there, but if you if you saw this thing, it is freaking humongous. Look how at the, is it It's so as big steady. as the entire skyline of the city.
4: But it's so the, the 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 thing the on top itself. of the light itself yeah, is it's so definitely steady. Not a
3: helicopter.
4: How? Oh, and it's gone. It just, just yeah, it
3: just disappears. Blinked
2: out. What?
4: That's not a turning. That's just like, gone. No, yeah. yeah, that was straight up gone. No, is that?
3: Is it right there behind the thing? Oh, I th- Yeah, I think it moved behind the arch. It, like, disappeared, and... Mo- oh, and there it was again. Oh. Yeah. Because they started playing it in fast Yeah, motion. the St.
0: Louis baby is huge. Like, groups of people go up, and I mean, I, I like, get that it's
4: huge. I mean, you can see that it's huge, but, like... Look
0: at it compared to the skyscrapers next to it. Like, yeah, the thing I, is a monster. Yeah, I get that it's
4: big. It's just, like, you know, if, if someone... It's still
3: there. There it goes. ...did something
4: to it, like, would a lot of people be hurt? Was, like, is it something that you need to be really concerned with? Yeah, probably. It would,
0: actually. You can, like, uh, check
4: it out. If... If something was hovering above the, um, shit, the Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Rushmore, Would that be a big deal? Like, if it was in the middle of the night, would that hurt anyone if something was hovering over Mount Rushmore? So that's what I'm saying is, like, is it a Mount Rushmore situation where it's, like...
3: Well, no. This is, like, a downtown area of a city.
4: I suppose that's true. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it's caught on, like, traffic cams and shit.
4: Yeah. Also,
3: Mount Rushmore has always been a mountain. Yeah. We just carved it. This thing was like com- made by men, you know. The yeah. entire structure.
4: At least I hope so.
3: Yeah. Well, it might have been made by aliens. <laughs> it Could be a <laughs> giant portal. I guess. Who knows? We don't have history that goes back. That what far. if
4: it was a Stargate? What if it was a goddamn Stargate? I
3: mean, nobody knows it where it came from. I, yeah, I, nobody, yeah, just don't look this up at home. <laughs> nobody knows where I, this came I'm from. I'm putting
4: this out there right now. It's a goddamn Stargate. It just hasn't been officially. It activated. was invented by
3: Tesla. David's not here,
4: so he can't tell us that we're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit.
3: All right, moving on to our feature segment the mysterious disappearance of the lost colony of roanoke it has vanished leaving behind a strange message the early english settlers of roanoke island in the new world established homes and lives alongside indigenous populations but then they vanished completely leaving behind a coded message for other colonists if there were survivors of the mysterious events of their disappearance where did they go what was the fate of the vanished english colony on roanoke island in 1584, the English attempted to set up a colony in the New World on Roanoke Island. So this is off of North Carolina. The following year, the colony was abandoned due to harsh weather, lack of supplies, and poor relations with the indigenous people. Three years later, a second attempt at colonization was undertaken. As the struggles to survive and thrive continued, one of the settlers, Captain John White, was forced to return to England to obtain supplies. So they weren't doing too Fucking great with farming. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. important to know... They already
3: failed once. This is a shitty place to grow food. Yeah.
0: Ah. It's an island. I it's mean.
3: an island in... If you've ever been in any of the islands off uh, the coast of North Carolina, they are...
0: They're basically rocks.
3: Yeah, they're yeah. very rocky. The soil isn't very good. There's a lot of storms, a lot of hurricanes hit there and tropical storms. Um, uh, the uh, the summer is unbearably hot. The winter can get actually pretty cold. So, yeah, it, it the,
2: rains all the fucking time. Yeah, it time. rains a lot. It's actually oh. the second colony.
3: Yeah, the, the first one failed because the they one, just the didn't do one good. The just
2: packed up and left because the relief, the ship with all the supplies took a little too long. And so, somebody showed up with a boat and was like, you all want to go back to England? And they
0: were <laughs> like, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's important to note there is a Roanoke City in um, Virginia. Not the same place.
3: This is the third attempt, I think, is what is current. I think that one finally stuck.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, also kind of. a completely of different coast
3: island. Yeah, it wasn't on this uh, Roanoke Island.
4: So, I mean, rational thought would lead you to believe that they're like, you know what? Fuck this piece of rock in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Let's go elsewhere. It's,
2: and it's unlikely.
4: Well,
3: let me tell the rest of the oh, story. Yeah, okay. Uh, in 1587, White's daughter gave birth to Virginia Dare, who was said to be the first English child born in the New World. That was a long time ago, 1587. Uh, leaving behind friends and family against his will, white-sailed England, only to remain there three years as the Queen has had disallowed all shipping due to the Spanish Armada attacks on England. So this was during the time of, uh, I believe, what, Queen Victoria, right? This is the...
0: I couldn't tell you. Uh, f-
4: now, f- did my- you say 1587? Yeah. What... That's 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 so this is the after time. Queen Elizabeth.
3: So no, this is Qu- you know or this, is, this, Queen Elis- Th- no, this is Queen Elizabeth. No, this is Queen Elizabeth because yeah. she was the one that defeated the Spanish Armada. Yeah. Well, she didn't do it, but she took the credit as all good queens do. She that- got a court wizard to cast a
0: hurricane.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it happened.
3: Yeah, we need to do a- we need to do a segment on that where <laughs> it was it was just witchcraft that caused the hurricane that defeated the Spanish. Armada. I Ramada.
4: guarantee you, I can find the articles to support <laughs> it. <laughs>
3: So he sailed to England. Uh, When he finally returned to Roanoke in 1590, the English colony had vanished, and it is said that White only found the words Crow and Croatan carved on two trees. Uh, When White saw these words, he inferred that the settlers had uh, sought help from the Croatan Indians on the nearby Hatteras Island. It had previously been decided that the settlers should, uh, should they move due to disaster attack, uh... They should put a Maltese cross image on a tree or somewhere, and no such symbol was ever found by White. Huh, that's interesting.
4: I didn't know they had, like, a help sign. No, that
3: was their plan. If they moved, if they did something, they were supposed to move 50 miles away.
0: And
4: leave Hmm. a sign. And leave
3: a Maltese cross. That was, like, their code, you know? So, like, nobody could, like, write anything else.
4: That's interesting. And then that
3: way he would know that they just moved the settlement. So they didn't do that. All they were, wrote were crow and Croatan. So that makes uh, it more mysterious. It's also important to note that exactly. that
0: the Croatans is spelled slightly differently than what they carved on the tree. Right. So take well, I that mean, as you will. It's an
3: English word. It, it, it's an English uh, version spelling of... It's of an English spelling of a of a Native American word.
4: Yeah, so well, it could
2: easily so it be, can't be wrong. It was also the name of an island. Was it? Yeah, there was, a, there was another island. That's, that's what they suspect the white suspected uh the like, whites oh, they must have gone uh white yes john white that was the, white. the the guy's That's name. the guy who came back and found it gone
3: uh he was black
2: well yeah but his okay. name is white <laughs> <laughs> okay so ironic.
1: uh, and, uh
2: he, he assumed that like oh they must have gone to that island but it was kind of rainy and the rest of his men were like fuck that we're not going and so they didn't go check okay
4: <laughs> So I think that all of us have our own theories. Well about let, let's
3: keep going with the,
0: the article itself yeah, before yeah. we
3: discuss. Okay. Let's get, let's get the full base. Uh, the Croatans have been friendly towards the settlers as the English were able to establish good relations with them when they founded their colony in 1587. Thus it was reasonable to speculate that the colonists had gone to Hatteras Island during White's absence. Uh, Dogged by terrible weather and a a dangerously reluctant sailing crew, White was unable to investigate the matter further. He went back to England instead, leaving behind the mysterious disappearance of the colony, his daughter and granddaughter, and never returned to the New World. Consequently, no one is certain of the fate that befell the English settlers
0: Oh yeah, he left his daughter and granddaughter and wife there too. So if anyone was going
4: to leave a message, it would have been them, at least.
3: Well, you would think that if someone just came along and murdered them, that they wouldn't like even leave a message. Well, especially because it was Native Americans. Native Americans aren't going to put English graffiti on a tree.
4: Yeah, but they'd well, at least leave bodies or blood he didn't really or something. Really them
2: there? The uh, the boat captain uh, basically refused to let anyone get back on the boat. Yeah, said, but this nah. is your, this is
3: your re- recollection of a book you read? No, in no, no, elementary school is book. This is film. what I read just a <laughs> second ago.
2: <laughs> okay. Off of a website called Totally History.
3: Okay, because <laughs> that sounds like the schoolboy version of it. It was like he really wanted to go look for them, but the captain was like, "No,
2: no, I'm, I'm, uh, no, no, not look for them." That was that was me paraphrasing, but you just read the same thing that the sa- the sailors didn't want to go search for them.
3: I didn't read that yet. Yeah, you did. He did. You just read oh, it a second I? ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, oh. what
2: I'm talking about, the captain. This is when they established the second colony when he left his daughter, his granddaughter and uh, daughter there, was that uh, they were part of the relief team after the first colony packed up and left, and they came back to establish the second colony with the relief team. The captain refused to let anyone get back on the ship, and he said, no, we're, gonna, we're establishing a colony. Yeah, sticking you have, we're sticking it out. If you're off the ship, yeah, you're off. You're, you're off staying the ship, in there. You're now the colonist. You're staying here. You're not getting back on. So he well, didn't really yeah. have a choice but to leave them
3: there. I mean, half of the people that they used to ship over here were like undesirables, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah, more than half. I, I would think say. in this
3: case they I mean Well, his... this is one of the first ones, so it might have been some decent people. Yeah, I mean his
0: wife and daughter were still in the colony, so But I
3: mean he could have just said, Okay, you guys go, I'll figure I'll figure out where they went because obviously they didn't die there, they died someplace else. Yeah. Like swing swing by here in two years and, and come pick me up or look for a message. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: A mo- it, that wasn't like the it wasn't a big colony either so well
3: it was a 100 people which is big for for the land that they were living on yeah um the because well, uh, cuz the native american tribes weren't uh the the separate tribes they were they were not that big
0: well i mean in regards to everyone knowing each other and everyone knowing that they if they leave they should leave a maltese cross somewhere right they yeah. know
3: they should have done that yeah So, uh, one of the theories regarding the disappearance of the English settlers of Roanoke Island is that they managed to integrate themselves with the Croatan people. For instance, it has been claimed that the subsequent English historians mentioned a tribe of North Carolina Indians who spoke English fluently, practiced Christianity, and called themselves Croatan Indians. Additionally, there were between 20 and 30 English surnames from the Roanoke settlers were found in the Croatan tribe, suggesting that integration between the two peoples had happened. Uh, more recently, the Lost Colony uh, Center for Science and Research has initiated the Lost Colony DNA Project to investigate whether the Roanoke settlers did assimilate themselves with the Croatans. Archaeological ex- uh, excavations on uh, the remains of the Indian village at Cape Creek and Palmaco Sound near Cape Hatteras discover, uh, recovered not only artifacts produced by the Indians, but also... European trade goods. While this demonstrates that the Crotons were likely to have had contact with the Roanoke settlers, it is not enough to say that they assimilated. Also, they could have—you know—they could have gotten. I mean, you know, archaeology—it you know—it—it—it's—it looks at like broad spectrums of time. You know, that could have sure. been like 25, 50 years later where they got those. Yeah, trade goods. I mean,
0: this would yeah. this would have taken over. This only took place over three years. I mean, it probably short was a shorter time than that.
4: Oh, I mean, the the disappearance itself? I mean,
0: it could have been super
4: quick. It could have been... That was
0: probably like, all right, get everyone in town together, we're leaving. Yeah. Like, kind of thing.
3: The Crotons themselves were believed to have become extinct by the early 17th century. Their direct descendants, the Lumbee, who still exist today, began appearing some 50 years after the disappearance of Roanoke settlers. One of the prominent characteristics of the Lumbee people, as pointed out by observers, is their European features. By 1650, the Lumbee had uh, migrated and settled in Robson County.
4: Huh. So that's, that's interesting.
3: That's uh, that. That's kind of uh, the popular theory, is that yeah. they assimilated because there was no bodies ever found. And also, the town uh, just didn't look like it was wrecked.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So, it, it seemed like nobody had attacked the town.
2: Mm-hmm. Everything was dismantled neatly and packed away, it says.
3: Yeah. One of the theories is that a hurricane killed them all but that would have
2: that would have messed up the town. Messed the town. Yeah. Would have been a wreckage. They just came back to nothing. Uh
0: it uh it's possible Except that one skeleton. Yeah. There was um Yeah, it most it seems like it wasn't an attack like they left for some reason.
3: Well, the attack has uh, a good witness, Mr. John Smith of Pocahontas th- uh fame. Ah! Although I guess there could have been several John Smiths back Nope, there's then. only one.
4: <laughs> yeah, he was the first Smith. The original John yeah. Smith. The original
3: John Smith, bitches. Um, once the Jamestown settlement was established in 1607, uh, efforts were undertaken by the English to acquire information from the Powhatan tribe about the 1587 Lost Colony. The first definitive information concerning the fate of the Lost Colony came from Captain John Smith, leader of the Jamestown Colony. According to uh, chronicler Samuel Purchase, Smith learned from Powhatan, known to the English as uh, Chief Powhatan, that he had personally conducted the slaughter of the lost colonists. This shocking information was reported to England, and by the spring of 1609, King James and the Royal Council were convinced that Chief Powhatan was responsible for the slaughter of the lost colony. So, I mean, that... That could be the case, but uh, Chief Powhatan and John Smith were were rivals in the area, right? They were enemies.
4: I mean, my knowledge of the two of them is completely consigned to the Disney animated movie.
2: Yeah, I killed them. I killed them all.
3: I'll kill more. I'll kill you, Whitey. I killed
2: those Whiteys. I I kill all the whites.
3: Or it could just be John Smith saying, like, hey, this guy is dangerous, okay? We need some troops here.
2: We need a reason to move some troops here. He told me that he killed those people.
0: And, and I he also it. said, "Fuck the king."
3: Yeah,
2: he also said, "Fuck,
3: also said, Fuck, Fuck you."
4: Yeah, king. I mean, I don't and know. You guys
2: look dumb in your powdered wigs.
4: In the Disney world that I know, <laughs> I know that Powhatan and John Smith didn't really hate each other. Granted, if it was Cocoam that said this, I'd be like, "Yeah."
3: <laughs> I don't know if you can uh, document history from Disney cartoons. I'm well, just
4: what saying, about Grandmother Willow, what a If said? Grandmother Willow said. Then I would believe she it. She said,
3: "Look to the blue corn moon
0: yeah. for the answer." <laughs>
3: <laughs> the second source of uh, Chief Powhatan's involvement in the fate of the lost colony was uh, William Strachey, secretary of Jamestown Colony. Uh, Strachey's *The History of Travail into Virginia Britannia* seemed to confirm Smith's report That's and provide additional information writing for travel. Yeah, <laughs> Travail, <laughs> Into Virginia, so they originally called it Virginia Britannia?
4: Mm -hmm. I guess so.
3: Okay. Uh, The colonists had been living peacefully among a group of natives uh, beyond Powhatan's domain for more than 20 years when they were massacred. Furthermore, Powhatan himself seemed to have directed the slaughter because of prophecies by his priests, and the slaughter took place about the same time that Christopher Newport arrived at Chesapeake Bay with the Jamestown settlers on April 26, 1607. So, this report is saying that they integrated with the tribe that we talked about earlier mm. and lived for 20 years, and then Powhatan decided to kill them all.
4: It's like, yeah, of- fuck these guys. I'm tired of them.
3: they weren't... Well, I mean, you know, he, they weren't under his rule, but maybe his priests were like, yeah, you gotta get... If if Gods you don't white devil. If you don't kill those whiteies, then more whiteies will come. It sounds like they're right, honestly. I mean, and then he killed the yeah. whiteies and then whiteies came.
4: Whiteys still came. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Well, supposedly the, I don't blame uh, them.
2: the first settlers got and made pissed off all the locals, the other local tribes. Yeah, of, it could be. Well they did because there's a recorded incident called the Cup Incident.
3: What is the Cup Incident? Yeah, what's
2: cup that? Is Is that a silver cup went missing and then they blamed one of the local Indian tribes. Oh they, like, my god!
4: Up. Are you fucking serious? Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> it actually I just read I just read that in the first colonies of the uh, Ala uh, Aqua. I think I f-
3: I feel like I've Rocha seen that depicted tribes. in film before. I feel like that was it's it's probably a, a popular, popular story. that's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, you
2: know, just something goes missing. I bet it was those heathen Indians that did this. Well, it's, a, it's always it's always
3: the people whose skin is different colors. Yeah, it's
2: the others. Well, they're known to steal.
3: <laughs> well, no, I mean, those are gypsies, Jared. I mean, that, I mean, that's why Powhatan would have killed them, is because it's like, hey, those whiteies, they steal.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: they steal your land they and stole your our souls. Our land,
2: our souls, our gods.
4: Turns out, Powhatan was actually right about that. We did, he, we did steal. We did things. steal. Yeah. Pretty much everything. There's
3: also uh, climate factors. So basically, they're saying there was a huge drought in the area during that time.
4: God, this area
3: sucks. Yeah, the area was a shithole. It was yeah. a really
0: bad idea to put a colony
3: there. Yeah, like- there's a climatologist, uh, David Stahl, of uh, the University of Arkansas uh, and a couple of other scientists. They they basically uh, said that they used uh, ring tree cores from 800-year-old bald cypresses taken from the Roanoke Island area of North Carolina and the Jamestown area of Virginia to recon. Reconstruct Precipitation and Temperature Chronologies. Chron- chronologies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the researchers concluded that the settlers of the lost colony landed at Roanoke Island in the summer of the worst growing sea- season drought in 800 years. Oh, shit. This drought persisted for three years. So, basically, they landed at the worst drought, and that drought persisted until they James left. White came back.
4: <laughs> for, for, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that timeline really lines it up. really
3: lines up it's the driest three-year episode in the entire 800 year reconstruction and it
4: happened to be three years long yeah
3: so that would definitely give them reason to fucking move someplace yes yeah,
4: so granted they could have just waited the rest of that third year yeah. And it would have they
0: If they'd waited another No, Well, you don't know when minutes. they left. It
3: might have been six months, and they're like, shit, we're thirsty, and, w- and there's no food, and there's no animals around here because there's no water. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I like to imagine that they left like just like a month if before they the first rains. And they were supposed to be
2: back sooner. The three years took because of the uh, Right. Asian he was
3: supposed conversion. to be back way quicker than that. So. Yeah.
2: So they probably were like, they abandoned us here. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no
3: maybe. I mean, you go six months, eight months after the point where he's supposed to be back. Could and have also nine could be witches they could
4: yeah. do you have do you have any theories on witches or are you just well
0: there's no bodies ok so it's always <laughs> <And the buildings, laughs> the witches, the witches I guess the witches need some place to live oh, ok and was, they blame the crow skeleton, skeleton.
4: alright well that that, that right. is something a witch would do yeah. I guess yeah
0: <laughs> they're ultimate deceivers <laughs> oh, ok yeah in why, with why Lucifer you, you
2: himself sound like you're doubting yeah, they're me they're brides of the devil
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, Lauren has found a decent theory uh, of a. Uh, oh, yeah, it's way better than a Zombie colony.
4: <laughs> uh, I actually have uh, researchers to back this up. Okay.
1: <laughs>
4: um, I have a zombie research society, um, also known as ZRS. Oh. Researcher, they have an acronym, so it's a real <laughs> thing. It's legit. Uh, ZRS researcher Andre Freeman suggests that it may have been the work of zombies. Mm -hmm. Freeman considered the findings of noted Harvard archaeologist Lawrence uh, Steger. So we have names. We have Harvard. I'm just going to point that out. This is real. If you say Harvard, it's real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyways, uh, Lawrence Steger, who unearthed evidence of mass cannibalism at the Roanoke site. He also points to reports from local tribes stating that the colonists died in a great war within their own ranks. And uh, he has a quote here. A sudden undead plague sweeping through the unprepared colony would quickly become a horrific, violent feast, leaving not a single man, woman, or child alive. Well, wouldn't one of them be alive? Not a single.
3: Well,
0: the one who didn't get eaten.
4: Yeah. Maybe they ate themselves. King zombie. <laughs> Auto cannibalism wouldn't be the first time.
3: That's true. Zombies do eat themselves.
4: Yeah. Od- I mean, there's a word for it, so it's a thing.
3: <laughs> it must be a thing.
4: Anyways, he goes on to suggest that the relative isolation of the se- settlement and time elapsed before the return Wait, of the- relative
3: s- isolation? I think that, you know, being what? Two thousand miles from England.
4: There there was the colonies nearby, so it's relative. No, this was
3: the first colony. No,
4: no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. I mean, like colonies of like Indians. Oh, okay. Native Americans. But there's not any
3: other white people. No, no. Yeah,
4: but that's that's what that's what makes it relative isolation.
3: Well, nobody likes them because they threaten them of stealing their cup. But they're
4: not truly isolated, (laughs) because.
3: Hey, hey. If hey, they could
4: have called off this cup deal, and they would have made us friends. All of your
0: money, we're gonna steal your fucking cups.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we will take that cup, and you can't do shit about it. Uh,
2: we will take all four hundred of your cups.
4: <laughs> the relative isolation of the settlement and the time elapsed before the return of the supply ship uh, would allow for the remaining colonial zombies to rot back into the earth, without any humans left to feed on. So, no way to spread the infection. The zombie outbreak would have simply died off.
0: Three years, I guess, in bad weather, and shitty weather, that would be enough to decompose a body
1: completely. The,
4: uh, no, the... not completely. Not no, completely. Be bones, yeah. Well, here we are. Here yeah. we are. So, the uh, article ends on a really light note. Oh, that's good. <laughs> if uh, Freeman is correct, there could be something sinister still on the ground of Roanoke Island. Waiting to be released into a modern population that is more advanced, more connected, but just as unprepared as ever. Boom! zombies, okay. If this mic could drop, I would drop this bitch. I wouldn't, because I respect John's things. But <laughs> I would like to drop it.
3: No, that's the only one that works good.
4: <laughs> it does work pretty well. But, but it's waiting to be released, you guys. They're not completely gone. We could have a skeleton army rise from the colony of Roanoke. I'm kind of excited about this.
0: So, you're saying there's a necromancer. Well, why does it
3: have to be zombies? Why couldn't it just be cannibalism based on starvation?
2: Yeah, why couldn't it just be chuds?
3: Because why stop there? It could be chuds, actually. (laughs) No, I mean, unless they're complete morons, they should be able to live off the land a little bit. Under the island.
4: What is a chud?
2: Cannibalistic humanoid
4: underground dweller.
3: Yeah, you've never heard of this?
4: Are you fucking serious? For real. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's a real thing. I'll show you the trailer after the show. (laughs) Okay.
0: It was a great movie back in the 80s. (laughs) Great
4: series.
0: Yeah, Chud 2, Bud the Chud.
3: I've never seen Chud 2. I didn't need to. It was even
0: better. They made friends with the Chud. Oh,
3: okay. Well, now I need to watch it.
4: Do Chuds and R-O-U-S's live in the same area? R-O-U-S's are fake.
3: What is R-O-U-S?
4: Rodents of Unusual Size. Oh, yeah. That's bullshit. Chuds are real.
3: All right, before we get out of here, we got to do our You Believe in What in segment. What? What? In what? what? Uh, this article is actually from Vice, and it's called uh, What It's Like to Be an Empath. Oh, my,
0: oh my God. God. Everyone around me is sad all the
3: time. So, basically, empaths claim to feel other people's stuff as if it's their own. Many people will never know they're one because they find it difficult to distinguish between their own physical ailments Or thoughts and emotions and those belonging to someone else. If unchecked, one consequence may be that your life is unconsciously influenced by others' desires, wishes, thoughts, and moods. So basically the theory is that people that are empaths... And I've heard lots of different versions of this. But Mm. uh, people that are empaths uh, can feel like possibly psychically or spiritually somehow. Other people's uh, physical pain... Or physical pleasure, or emotional, or pain. emotional pain, or emotional happiness. Uh, they feel that. Um, but I've also heard of like people that are empaths that can do it at will and aren't subject to it just happening all the time.
4: Well, it's like you hear about people who are empaths. I mean, this article goes on to say like there are people who even run you know quote unquote courses for empaths where it's like you learn how to hone your skills as an empath and. You know, you can block out the bullshit and take in the good stuff and all that fun stuff.
3: Yeah, uh, Carolyn Van Kimde, who runs a course for that, uh, she says that the experience is like a football match where everyone gets hyped up and starts waving and then the mob starts sweeping you up and you barely know you're doing it, she explains. That's how riots start. Yeah, we call it an experience that, uh, but doesn't mean that you're an empath. But for an empath, it's... Uh, that multiplied and applied to everything all the time. Empaths are constantly in a giant football stadium where they're reacting to bigger things going on in all directions. I mean, I guess maybe certain people could have it, could have this, uh, to, you know, to like more degrees than others, you know? Like that could explain like uh, certain like psychological ailments.
4: I think that certain people are more likely to pick up. I, I think this is just people picking up on each other's vibes. And I think some people. Yeah, you
3: can't say vibes without saying man.
4: Man. <laughs> but I think some people are just better at reading each other and better at feeling the room. I mean, any performer can tell you. You don't, I mean, it, they don't yeah, have to be at Yeah, you can feel the
3: room when you're on stage. Yeah,
4: when you're on stage, you can tell if the audience is with you or not. You can tell if they don't give a shit or oh, if they're Unless you're like up. an
3: ignorant fuck. But.
4: but I'm saying, like, most people can feel you know can gauge what's going on emotionally with another person and sometimes i think it's you don't even realize it i think it's a subconscious thing like we're we're constantly processing each other's Micro um, micro expressions expressions. That's exactly right. Like it, it's not something that we're aware of all the time. It's like you're not aware of your heart beating. all Well, that the time. takes
3: that takes all. Like if you when you say micro expressions, that takes like uh, all aspects of like spirituality out of it, where which just, we like, don't want. Where we're just like picking up on people's bodies making these micro ex- yeah, expressions, language, and it's nothing else. Yeah, it's just it's just uh, body language on a subconscious level.
4: And I, I think. I think that empaths can exist that are that are on a spiritual level, but I'm sorry, ninety percent of you that post on Facebook that you're an empath are just full of shit. It's a special snowflake you sort really of situation. You really me right now? When you say I'm, that. Su- I'm sure, I like, feel I'm sure, I'm probably friends yeah. with somebody John's who feels this way, and right maybe <laughs> maybe you are one of the ten percent. But every day on Facebook, I scroll through at least 10 posts where someone's like because I'm an empath I'm having difficulty with this or training for empaths and like if it is a special thing more than likely you're not it.
3: Well that's oh, that's damn. true. I mean that is and true. It's true. I mean, true.
4: Yeah, I mean yeah.
3: It I, is popular online now and it's there's so like popular. lots of people you know that uh I mean light healing is very popular right now and that's like kind of the same idea oh yeah
4: God, that
0: was on an episode of Penn and Teller there, there's just
4: there's a lot of things right now that are really popular and, and everyone kind of wants to be this special thing and it's like I believe in a lot of weird spiritual bullshit but i'm I don't really think I'm an empath either like I think that I can pick up on people's emotions. Like I can, I can tell if someone's in a bad mood. Right. And if I'm around someone who has weird energy, I might pick up on that. It might make me feel bad. But I think that most people feel that way, whether or not they want to give a name to it to make themselves feel elevated. And that's that's my problem with this. Is it's it's a weird idea that being an empath makes you superhuman in a way yeah
3: well no a lo- i mean a lot of people are looking for that thing like uh what makes me special
4: yeah it's like, i'm
3: really emotional
4: and there might yeah and there might be like very rare instances where someone is insanely empathic where it is a spiritual thing but i think but i, I mean most I think of us are empathic I think,
3: I think this happens to mike like uh like unconsciously it's not like something that he's like trying to receive but I've, I've I've seen him he's been affected by other people's emotions to the degree where he's experiencing those exact same emotions would you not agree
0: yeah i'd agree um i don't think that necessarily means i'm empathic i think i just
3: yeah but you don't i mean those emotions aren't yours and you're feeling them yeah and you don't want to feel
0: that way yeah that's true i suppose like even if I'm thinking logically about it, like, it's like I wouldn't normally feel like this, but this person's angry or something. But I, I don't know, I can't kind of get the feeling the anger also catches.
4: I, I think that if you, so if maybe you look of like, at an like audience, everybody
3: has this to a certain yeah, every, extent.
4: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting to is that saying that you're an empath. I think you might as well ninety nine percent of the time also say I'm an in- empath. Also, guess what, everybody? I found out I'm also human. I think that that's it's yeah, a so, part of the experience. So you're, saying, so, you're, so
3: you're saying these people that are saying that they're empaths and that they can't control feeling other people's emotions <laughs> are do just have some sort of like mental mental. Uh, Uh, What would would you call it? Psychological disorder and the the feelings that they're picking up from other people They just can't handle just like they can't handle their own emotions
4: Maybe I think that part of it is that I think a lot of people aren't aware that this sort of situation is happening So people who tend to call themselves empathic They're aware that there's all this stuff going on around them. They're feeling these things They're open to the idea that there's something more and because they're open to that they've decided to call themselves something more as well. When really, th- there are all these people around us who just aren't open to the idea. They're not interested in spirituality. It's not a part of their lives, but they're still affected by it. If you look at a giant crowd of people, at any sort of rock concert or anything, and you see them all hyped up, and it's just a riot sort of level. Psychologists
3: call that uh, mob mentality. Yeah, the
4: mob mean. mentality. Yeah. You watch any of that, Emotion catches. It just. Well, you does. look at a
3: Trump rally, and you know people will chant all kinds of "build a wall" mm-hmm. or "lock yeah. her up," and like. And I, I
4: think that like, people are
3: getting riled up to the point where they're like fighting protesters they, in the parking lot. You ask
4: them afterwards, why did you feel that way? And there have been studies done where where people have talked to people in riots, why did you feel that way? Why did you want to do it? And they don't even really remember. And it's because emotion catches. And that's part of the human experience. You're not more special as an empath. You're just human and you're aware
3: of it. (laughs) We all cried during Up right (laughs) in the beginning. Everybody did. Everybody listening, if you watched Up, you cried. If you didn't cry...
0: You're a fucking liar.
3: You're, either, you're, you're you're a liar or, or you're an NBC or you need to go talk to somebody you need yeah. to heal you know yeah. Some, something, something broken you.
4: but there is a there is a sixth sense or a seven sense or something else out there that we haven't given a name to and I think we all have that. No one's true like there may be very rare cases, but more often than not, I think you could say that being human, you are also empathic and we're all connected to each other. There's no, not one out of five people is an empath. I think we're all empathic and you can either be aware of it or not aware of it. (coughs) And
3: you could let it, you know, rule your emotions or you cannot.
4: Or what I don't like to see, and I see this happen quite often, is a lot of times people will call themselves empathic and they'll use it as an excuse to be a dick. Where it's like, yeah. oh well, well I just feel things. Thing. People will do that with anything. This I just feel things so hard, just it just made me of the a month dick on
2: responsibility shirking. Of like, oh, it's not my fault. I'm just an empath. that I'm doing this. I'm a victim. I'm not responsible for my own actions because I'm a victim.
3: I mean, yeah, but I, I think in certain situations it could apply and be real.
4: I think in mob mentality situations, I think where you well, see he- a bunch of people lose their shit for no apparent reason. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's almost like an empathic disease. Yeah, there's a disease. guy running down the
3: street with a TV, and he might not need a TV, but he's <laughs> in a riot. Everybody's grabbing shit. He's <laughs> <You just laughs> grabbing a TV. Well,
2: here, here's, here's my personal theory on it. Uh, I think that people are pretty much all exactly the same. Like, our brains all work the exact same way, barring any kind of, like, you know, mental disorders, like physical abnormalities, things like that, uh, where, like, a chemical gets misfired or something like that. Uh, our brains all work exactly the same. That's why, like, when you put people together, and they've done studies on this, that we all we kind of tend to sync up with each other. Yeah. Like, if we put, like, all of us in a room and locked us in here where we can't get away and think our own thoughts, we're all kind of stuck in this room together. We all tend to sync up, have the same thoughts. It's like, and like if you we're give reading us all, each and, other's And if you minds, give us all the
3: same colored shirts, then now we're a team or a gang or something. Right, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> and like if, then yeah, then add somebody else in who doesn't have the same colored shirt and we're likely to be hostile. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. But forget,
2: forgetting that, but like, just, just like they've done experiments where they've locked people in, a, in the same room, they're in a tight, confined spot, they can't really get away to any privacy, and eventually they're, they all start kind of syncing up with, they start thinking the same things at the same time, they start saying the same things at the same time, uh, Mike and I actually experienced this for a while. There was a while like we hung out every day for like a month straight, where he just was in my house and we didn't do anything. We just hang out with each other morning to night, and we kiss. ended up yeah, he <laughs> guys a kiss a whole yeah, bunch, <laughs> kissed a whole bunch. But that was our idea, yeah. I think. I don't know together. Idea. It was yeah. our idea. Together. We synced up, and suddenly we just wanted to kiss. <laughs> but no, like uh, we would often like say stuff at the same time at the exact same time, like just perfect unity. And stuff and we did that for a while until we stopped hanging out well, for a little bit, and then we kind of broke that pattern.
3: Well, there, there, there is the theory and uh, people that uh, study the existence of uh, consciousness, mm-hmm. and uh, the theory is that uh, that the human brain is like an antenna for human consciousness. So our consciousness communicates with the brain, which communicates with the rest of the body and stuff like that. So if our brains are an antenna for human consciousness, who who can say that we wouldn't necessarily pick up someone else's signal? Why
4: wouldn't from we From time, time to time,
3: or all the time, depending on how yeah, strong it, your antenna could be.
4: Yeah, or how strong the signal is. Exactly. So, so a
3: group of all, uh, yeah, a giant group, like the signal gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: and, and you have a really right back into the uh, simulation.
3: It could, it
4: yeah. Could, I mean, well, that's yes. what I'm saying. A router, by the simulator. Almost everything... We're all USB
2: Wi-Fi dongles, and yeah. uh, there's a router sending the specific information that all, we're
4: downloading. Yeah, I and mean, almost anything can be explained by the simulation. Which we
0: agreed at the start of this. Uh, yeah,
4: But, like, I, I just... Uh, the thing that I really want to beat to death on this is is that I think that we're all capable of this. I think that w- this is all a part of our lives. I don't think that any of us are born better at this and other like we may be i don't know i just i don't like the special snowflake thing i think that we're all capable of it as human beings we can all tap into this if we well, want there's to there's always a
2: certain amount of people who just they hear something and they're like that's me now like i well, want this to be my thing but I'm, I'm
3: skipping i'm skipping over the anecdotes for this because they're all kind of a uh, mundane uh, but, like, one of the anecdotes says, like, uh, they took, like, a thirty yeah a quiz online called 31 Traits to Show You're an Empath. That's, like, the yeah, – yeah. That's a BuzzFeed a, quiz. I took a quiz and, you know, like, like any of the – all those quizzes, you know, like, you can – when you're taking it, you're, like, identifying with things that you want to – to be identify with, with, yeah, <laughs> so
2: you're trying. Yeah, you're taking the quiz to get the answer you
3: want. Exactly, so that you could post it onto social media. <laughs>
4: Have yeah. you ever felt sad for no reason? Have you ever woken up really tired? Yeah, there's like,
0: you're probably a you're
4: cat you're probably person. a cat person. You, like,
3: you're Darth Maul from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's you
4: like, then you probably like Star Wars. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I. I the yeah, I no I agree yeah, with you.
3: I think it's, it's something that everybody can tap into. And I do I I do like what you said about uh when like uh when you're a performer on stage and you know, I've done acting and stand-up comedy and you can definitely fucking feel oh, it. Oh,
4: you can feel it coming You can at- feel it
3: when it's going bad, you can feel it when it's flat, you can feel it when it's great.
4: Yeah, the, you can feel it
3: when it's just kind of good.
4: There's such a the, you the, you're so if you work on reading people like especially as a performer i think that's part of like no matter what sort of performer you are comedian or musician part of your craft is learning how to read your audience and i feel like it's the same as if you were to learn how to be an empath so to speak it's like that's something that's honed over time like you learn how to gauge those subtle cues and those weird vibes in the air over a period of time we are all empathic as human beings and we're all capable of that.
3: I agree. That's the um, long
4: and short of it to me.
3: Yeah, I agree. We're we're all empaths and now we have to get all go get out of here. We have a light healing appointment. Gru- group light healing appointment. Oh, I can't.
4: Go. I
0: can't wait for that green light.
3: Yeah. The oh, i finally
4: is. ascended to the ultraviolet level. An emotional
1: vampire, so I've been banned. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Just
0: he just on. drains the batteries. Yeah, I drain all the batteries.
3: All right. Uh, follow us on uh, Facebook. Uh, go ahead and like our page, Mysteriousnesses, and um, subscribe to us on iTunes.
0: Go out and get into a
3: fight. Go out and get get into a fight with a gremlin
1: website. Uh, I wouldn't Instagram. suggest that. Yeah,
3: new website we're going to try to uh, uh, convert the website over to something new in the next week, something much nicer and easier and more functional,
2: less viruses.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't say that. fine viruses. I'm not saying that it's not true, but I'm saying don't say that. <laughs> no. no viruses. Yes. No, subscribe on iTunes. We already got one review up there. We got a five-star review. It was very nicely written. Oh, uh, did so. they
4: say a nice thing? Mom S- S- very good
3: yeah, us. thanks, Jared's mom.
4: <laughs> oh, was it really Jared's mom?
3: No, no, it wasn't Jared's mom. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, subscribe to us on there, and uh, we'll be up on more podcasting sites soon. Uh, this has been episode five of Mysteriousnesses. Guard uh, your soul. Follow us mm-hmm. online at uh, Something Planet. And uh, check out our other podcast, something planet, at somethingplanet.com. And uh, Yeah. Uh, say goodnight, everyone. Good night, guard your soul. Yeah. Beware guard, of
4: soul. Skinwalkers.
3: Oh god. It's okay.
4: good advice. Good night, Jared.
0: If, if your child disappears and comes back, it's probably a change language.
2: Yeah. Guard your soul.
4: Great. Watch out for skinwalkers, Jared Walker. Good night.